The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. Hi, um, I am so excited to welcome Margaret Zolke, and she works at the Halagiolu Data Science Institute. Not entirely sure if I said that right. Um, <laughs> Margaret, can you help me out here? Yes, we've actually made a video on the website all about how to pronounce it. So you're not alone. Uh, the C is a G and the G is silent. So Haligiolu. Haligiolu. Did I get closer? That's my understanding. I, I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> so we're going to call it HDSI for short. It's the Data <laughs> Science Institute. Um, and you work in, what is your job role? I am the Career Advisor and Alumni Relations Specialist. So what does that mean? That's a mouthful. It is. Um, it's essentially, you know, two. It, it's a long title because there's two things about it. Um, I'm the career advisor, so I advise current students as well as alumni on career paths and options and professional development um, at UCSD through HDSI and focused on data science. And then as the alumni relations specialist, um, I still support alumni with career advising and professional development, but um, I also get to really focus on building our new emerging alumni community with our first cohort graduating in spring 2020. Um, I've been able to maintain relationships with those students that I was advising and now focus on events, um, support uh, opportunities specifically for our alumni. Nice. So let me let me try to let me try to understand that you help undergraduates while they're going to college, so they they're best they're the most best prepared to go out to the working field, career field, or research field. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also help them when they graduate. So they're you're with them, like from when they start to whenever. Correct. Yes. Wow. That's that's quite a support system. Yeah, my goal is for, you know, our students to, you know, when they're when they're graduating, you know, to be excited and confident about that next step and to feel that they've really, you know, utilized the support and resources available, you know, during their time at UCSD, but you know, it's it's a very rigorous university, it's a rigorous program and life happens and not, you know, everyone's not able to take advantage of all of those things during their time. And our goal, you know, in terms of alumni is to make sure that when they graduate, that they're not suddenly all alone, that they still have that support. And, um, you know, some people have a job lined up when they graduate, but not everybody does. And so um, it's it's really about making sure that that support is still available to ensure the success of all of our, our students and alumni and community. I have to say, I wish, I wish I knew that you know, there was a resource like you when I was going to school um, as an undergrad, and I had no idea. And I think um, I didn't have a job lined up, and I didn't know how to communicate the skills that I learned in engineering because, I don't know, that was probably one of my lesser developed skills. Um, so how do you how do you help how do you help these students articulate or show that they just learn these awesome new skills in data science? Sure. So that's uh, a really common obstacle is you, you know, spend your time building your skills and doing well in your coursework. But then when you have to communicate what you've done to especially a different audience, um, it can be really overwhelming. I, I joke with my students that, 
you know, finding a full-time job is a full-time job that, you know, that it's okay that they don't know these things during our appointments. They'll say, wow, when you say it like that, it feels like common sense, but no one really sits down and teaches you these things. Um, another joke I have is that, you know, it's kind of like taxes. Everybody has to do it, but no one actually teaches you how to do it. And so um, it's kind of the same thing that everybody eventually, you know, has to figure out employment and career paths, but nobody kind of sits down and, and helps you do that. So, um, you know, with with each individual I meet with, there's different things that we focus on. But I did find that that common theme of not just the the students and alumni saying to me, I don't know how to articulate my skill set, but also employers saying, what do you learn in an undergrad degree in data science? This is a new program. This is a new level of training for data science. And so I teamed up with our faculty this summer to really sit down and look at our recommended curriculum to be able to say, by the end of your freshman year, you have these skills. By the end of your sophomore year, these skills. Junior year, these skills. By the time you graduate, these are all the skills that you should have because especially too with the recruiting season, you get recruited in the fall for your upcoming summer. And so you have an entire year of skills that you'll be learning that could be relevant for those roles. And especially if you haven't taken the classes, you really don't know how to communicate that. And so this kind of gives our students um, just a, a roadmap of not just what skills they'll have um, so that, you know, they have that as a resource. So then when they look at what the position's desiring, they can pull from that. Oh yeah, I do have that. I do have that. Um, but also too, uh, we've included within that resource um, roles that would be appropriate for their development at that time. So freshman year, basic data cleaning, data analysis, whereas by the end of their junior year, you know, you, you are uh, prepared to start going out and doing data science and being a data scientist and at a certain level. Um, and so that's something that um, I think I, I use and discuss and refer to in almost every single one of my appointments. Um, but, you know, I think the, the main takeaway that I hope students and alumni take from those appointments is this is a resource, but it's not a copy and paste resource. It's a, it's a resource to continuously go back to as you apply for new opportunities to see what of all your skills are most aligned with that position. I think that's really important, um, especially now with jobs changing what they look like, what they do so much quicker than it used to be. Um, these students really need to learn how to be agile. And I love that you um, said that it's like a continuing process. It's not like mm -hmm. you learn the skill, you're done, go. You know, there, there's other things that you might, I'm still learning. I'm, as I'm hearing you talk, I'm like, can we have a session? I know it's not <laughs> data science specific, but it would be really cool if you could help me articulate what skills I have, because I don't know if I have any. Just well, and with our program too, I, what I found is, you know, when I would look at a student's resume, I'm like, where's all this other stuff that I know you've learned? Um, and they're like, oh, well, I learned that my sophomore year. And because again, we've, we've brought this education down to a new level for them, they think, oh, I learned that in, in lower division, but outside of, you know, UCSD and HDSI, people are learning that on their own or they're learning it on the job or, you know, they haven't learned it until five years after working in the field. And so it's, it's a helpful reminder that even though you know, it may not have been your last year of classes. It's still a relevant skill, but also like you were saying, it, it gives them the opportunity to be agile because 
they can focus on one skill or, or one kind of grouping of skills. And then if they don't like that experience, okay, go back to the drawing board. Look at all these other skills that you have. Maybe there's a different opportunity or a different path to apply what you've learned, but in a more exciting or interesting way for you. I love, I love that you give that perspective because I, I do remember when I was in the thick of it, I would forget the skills that I, were learn- that I was learning was actually relevant and useful. I kind of felt like, oh, no, nobody cares if I can do that. But be- mm-hmm. I'm in it, right? Everybody else is doing the same thing. I, I exactly. forget that that's still a skill to somebody else who hasn't gone through engineering. Um, and so that's, that's really, um, again, I, I wish I had tapped into career services as an undergrad um, earlier on. I, I'd like to... Um, I'd like to go through, um, we had talked before about doing like a, not like a speed dating, but like a speed request. (laughs) I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions really fast. Um, and, uh, you can answer yes and no. Okay. Uh, maybe this will give, uh, students a little insight about the, uh, what you, what you can help them with. So do you offer one-on-one coaching? Yes. Do you like students? Yes. Do you like faculty? Sometimes. Do you? Do you like, um, do you write resumes for students? I do not write them. No. Do you offer feedback on resumes for students? Yes. Do you think students could, or, sorry, do you think students should write cover letters when they're optional? A thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> I actually didn't do that once and they did not call me back. <laughs> you know? And that was actually the reason they're like, oh, she's not taking it seriously. And I was like, oh, exactly. Sorry. Yep. It's, it's, I get asked that question so much and my answer never changes. It's, it's so important. See, again, if I had known you like even just a year ago, uh, you could have helped <laughs> me make sure I do that cover letter. Is networking important? Yes. Uh, are you a fan of LinkedIn? Yes. Do you need a master's degree to get a full-time job in data science? No. Nice. Um, Are all job titles the same across industry when they're describing the same data science skill set? No. That is so confusing, right? It is. It is. Um, You know, it's it's so exciting for us to to create this new level and, and access to this type of training and knowledge. But, uh, you know, the field itself is forming, evolving. Um, there's, there's not a ton of consistency between companies because companies use data science in all different types of ways. And so I would say that's definitely a conversation I have a lot with seniors is how do I look for jobs? Because they're called so many different things. And so that's, um, you know, we collect data on our alumni, um, having those skills to, to refer to, to kind of expand how you're searching for opportunities, it's it's necessary. But yes, it, it is, um, you know, I think it, it can be overwhelming when, okay, I got this degree, now I look for this job and, oh, wait, I can look for a lot of different jobs. Um, it can be overwhelming, but it's also a really exciting thing for our students. You have so many options, you have so many avenues. Um, so I, I like to think of it as a positive of, you know, wow, you've got all these different things that you can do, but it, it definitely, you know, can be a little tricky for students to navigate at first. Yeah, it could be a little bit overwhelming, but huge opportunity um, to to define it for themselves. They're, the, they're mm-hmm. like the trailblazers of data science. Exactly. Um, does everyone find a job the same way? No. Is the job finding process the same for everybody? No, it's not. Uh, do you tell industry who to hire? No. 
Uh, so that's interesting too, right? So it's not like mm-hmm. if I'm friends with Margaret, I'll get a job here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I can recommend people or I can help collect resumes, but I don't say here's five students, but you should pick this one. No, it's it's you know I I I, I help with targeted promotion. So um, you know we utilize that that skill development by year level resource for students, but I also use that for employers. Hey, look at this gain an understanding of where our talent development is so that we can really pinpoint the year level and the population uh, that you're looking for so that it, it facilitates connecting them to the right talent. So in that sense, I don't have to make all of these individual recommendations. Instead, it's creating a system that really helps employers understand how they can utilize our talent and then our talent understand how they can communicate what they can do effectively. Nice. You're, you're a bridge. You're really yes. a bridge to the yeah. industry and, and these, um, these undergraduates. Mm-hmm. Um, is it ever too early to start your professional development? Never too early. Is it ever too late? No, never too late. Um, you know, I think that there, a lot of students feel, oh no, I haven't been working on this. Well, you've also been a full-time student. There's a lot going on. And, and I think it's important too, to remember that, you know, we don't know what, what this, you know, career path is going to look like down the road because we just had our first graduating cohort. And I think that's just always important to remember too, is, you know, you can always change your mind. You can, you can focus on different areas of development. I'm a career advisor and I still do my own professional development as well. So it's, there's never too much. There's, um, and, and it's, yeah, it's never too early, never too late and no such thing in my opinion as too much. I love it. I love it. All right. So I want to move on to um, favorites. Um, So I don't know which we're going to include, (laughs) but we'll just bring it up. So what's your favorite resource on your Career Center site? Um, You know what? I'd say the one I use the most is the skill development by year level one that I've been talking about. But I think my favorite would actually be... Be, um, I put together something called the importance of personal projects. And I think that's my favorite because I think that, you know, it's, it's not like a fill this in. It's not, oh, use this template. It's really sharing advice. This is the feedback we've gotten. If you, um, you know, haven't had a lot of internships, a personal project is the best way to demonstrate what you're capable of doing. Um, and also too, like, like we've said, it really is hard understanding this is what I've learned and this is how it applies. In the classroom, you're given a problem with an expected answer. That's how they figure out whether or not you're learning. But when you're in the real world, they may not know the answer. And so that's really tricky for our students of, well, is it right? Or why is this not working? And, and that that's really the, the beauty of, of the complexity of problem solving is that it may not work. That's, that's what you have to figure out, or you may not be, be sure if it's the right answer. So how do you kind of test for that? So I think that, you know, that one has the ability to kind of share some really useful advice and challenge perspective on, oh, well, I did well in my class. So that means I'm going to do well outside of the classroom. Just the same as I didn't do well in class, that means I won't do well outside of the classroom. Um, you know, it's it's really just the more opportunity you give yourself to apply what you're learning, the more you'll really 
build and develop that knowledge and skill that you've gained from the class. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think I've learned more from actually doing projects hands-on um, and applying what I'm learning in these classrooms in some sort of tangible way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fortunately, there's lots of classes that do offer opportunities for students to do kind of hands-on, but having a personal project on top of that would be like ideal case scenario. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, and sometimes too, you know, those classroom projects, you can't always put that on an online portfolio or GitHub or something like that because, um, you know, they may make a, a slight adjustment the following year and, you know, they're trying to, to keep that information, you know, within within the, the academia walls. And so, you know, you do all of that work on the project, but then you can't really add it to your resume or, or your online portfolio to show what you're capable of doing. And so rather than, you know, kind of dealing with, with those those barriers, instead it's, okay, great, I'm just going to do my own thing because I have full ownership over that and I know that I can share it and use it as a demonstration. What's your favorite resource for finding a job and internship opportunities? I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn. They made a ton of updates when we went remote and people started really leaning into it. Um, You know, I love LinkedIn, not just for finding and identifying opportunities, but also too, I mean, if you can utilize LinkedIn, you can actually make your feed a resource for you, um, articles and conversations and people. And, and, um, you know, I, I have a newsletter that I share and every article that I include in it comes from LinkedIn for the most part. So I love LinkedIn for that, um, for everybody, but for UCSD students, I think Handshake is really a great tool for them because, For other universities utilize Handshake, but in order to get on and post, they have to go through the career center. So you know that they've, there's been a vetting process, but you also know that they're interested in UCSD students. You have the UCSD reputation on your side. Um, it's, it's a, you know, you can apply right within Handshake. There's events. Um, I mean, you could even see a virtual info session for an opportunity that you're interested in applying to. So I think, um, yeah, in summer, I'd say for for I, opportunities, my favorite types of platforms are ones that aren't just, okay, here's a job to apply to. It's here's a job, but here's also a resource and here's an event and here's this information and here's this person you can get connected to. So I, I like the the holistic kind of wraparound approach to it because, you know, like we mentioned earlier, not everybody finds a job the same way. So the more options and, and opportunities and, and support that's offered within the same platform, the better. You know what I love is how flexible you are in trying to meet students where they're at to support them and help them thrive in the best way possible. And I can feel that from you as you talk, <laughs> just the, the idea of having so many different ways of trying to engage them. I love when, when students and alumni follow up and, you know, oh, I, I got the position or I never would have applied to that internship if you hadn't promoted it. So I, I love hearing about that because that means I'm, I'm doing my job well, that we're, we're getting them connected, we're preparing them, they're, they're um, aligned with those opportunities that we're promoting. But actually what I would say in terms of my favorite are those, um, those victories in development um, where, you know, for example, um, when I'm, I'm meeting with an alumni and they're so overwhelmed they don't know how to write a resume. I, I encourage them to write a cover letter. They don't, you know, every, everything, you know, it's, it's, 
they just feel like, how am I supposed to do this? And as we work together, there are those glimpses where they're, they're not freaking out as much. They're, oh yeah, I'm going to do that on my own. Oh yeah, I already worked on that. Oh yeah, I've already drafted something. And it's, it's that change in their confidence that I really love of, wait a minute, if when we talked about that a month ago, you, we had to spend the whole hour talking about that one thing. Fast forward, you've already handled the whole thing. You're just kind of checking in with me for a quick 30 minutes. So it's that, that's what I really love is, is the development of confidence and excitement and, and moving out of that place of, can I do this? I'd like that, that just overwhelming, unsure, um, you know, letting imposter syndrome just really kind of, you know, take over a little bit and moving out of that and seeing them excited and ready and um, succeeding on their own. It's, it's super rewarding. One of the reasons why I love academia in, in this environment is there's so much genuine interest in helping others succeed and, and empowering others. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, um, it's rewarding. Like you're saying it, 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 you know, I'm going to get all, you know, gushy. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite part about being part of HDSI specifically? Um, you know, I mean, I think it, that's a perfect question to segue because that's a big reason why I was so drawn to, to HDSI was we're, we're starting something, we're doing something new we want to make this accessible and at the lower level, um, the, the commitment that, you know, our leadership and faculty have to, you know, really uh, create the next generation of data scientists. Uh, you know, it's, we're really doing that and, and we're seeing that with the amount of alumni that are, are transitioning, that are getting data scientist roles, that are out there applying this. Um, it's just so exciting to number one, see that, that desire and that mission really, you know, happening. But I think it's also the, the empowerment part of, you know, with, with data science, especially it's in everything people, you know, people don't even realize some things are data science. And so talking to those students and those alumni, Rather than saying, oh, you've got this degree, this is what you can now do. Whereas instead it's, so you've got this degree, what do you want to do? And how do we figure that out together? Um, it's, it's so, it's just so cool. You know, that's probably, it's such, that's, that's not like probably the best word to describe it, but it's just so cool of, you know, having people, taking the time to really expand upon, you know, what their options are, what, what, what it could look like. Um, and then giving the tools to, to make that an actual reality. It's, you know, I think that's really embedded in HDSI, that idea to reality aspect of things. And, and we see it in our, in our curriculum, in our research, in our Institute itself, but then really within our students and what they're wanting and going to be able to do once they, you know, get this training. Um, it's, it's just a really exciting thing to be a part of. <laughs>